Today's Mesila Isharim was dedicated Lahatzlahat Habachur Hachashuv David Saka, one of our very precious Talmidim. And as Hashem Siyat Nishmain, the Zichut of the Torah and the Tzedakah, he should have much Hatzlocha in all his Avoidas Hashem. Bein Beruchnis, Bein Begashmis. Okay, now. So we're holding in the middle of the Mesila Isharim, chapter 19, Parakritet, in the unbelievably fundamental subject of Kovid Chachomim, Kovid Teirevalamdeha. And we're up to this paragraph. Let's read a little bit, and then we'll get some Amkis. Say them. So it says, regarding those that study Torah, he named Mikra Kosov, the Pasuk says, so you stand up and you give kavod to a Talmud HaKam. From this we learn that any form of honor that you can do for them, because the Hasid is always expounding, he's going more. So the Torah reveals to you that it wants you to give kavod to HaKamim. Now you have to be creative. The Chosav has to be creative and think of any forms of Chochmah Those that fear Hashem, I will give Kavod. He was a king, massive king. When he saw Tamachochom, he got up from his chair, he's thrown. And he hugged him, and he gave him a kiss. And he called out to him, Rebbe, Rebbe, Moiri, Moiri. So imagine a king. King is the highest honor. But he showed Hachno and honor to some random Tamil Chacham. Not necessarily the God of Hador. You know what I'm saying? What's interesting, if you pay attention to the Lashon here, it says, Et Yireh Hashem Yechabed. The way the Pasuk refers to a Talmud Chochom is Yireh Hashem. We would normally think that that's two separate things. person who's Tami he knows how to learn. He knows Shohan Aruch. He knows Halachot. He knows Dinim. He knows Lomdis. Whatever he knows. But an year Shemayim, you would say maybe, is someone who's a God-fearing man, not necessarily so learned, per se. But you see from here that you cannot be a Yireh Shemayim if you're not a Tamih Hakam, and you cannot be a Tamih Hakam if you're not Yireh Shemayim. Yireh Shemayim is the deepest and the most profound Chochmah that there is. That's what the Messiah says, Says in the Agdama, Hen Yirat Hashem Yachma. It is the consider. It's the only true Chachma that there is. It means everything else is only like it's called Chachma, but it's not the most and the truest Chachma Shaykh. So a Talmud Chacham, a true Talmud Chacham, a person who gets what the Torah is trying to tell him, not only what it says, but he gets the message. He gets the idea. He gains awareness of Hashem through the Torah. He behaves in a different way. He behaves like a person 
who's actually aware of spirituality, that's a tremendous level of Chochmah, he's referred to as Yireh Hashem, Tam Chochem is Yireh Hashem. Okay, then it says, when Rab was weak and he couldn't think, he couldn't concentrate on learning, he was bombed out. So he would sit down to rest his brain from learning. He would sit down at the doorway of the shul, of the base Medrash. And as Tamid HaChachom used to come in, he used to stand up. So it's a very interesting thing here. You see from here, Muri de Kazakh. Tifa thing, a deep thing. The point is like this. If he's patur from learning, so let him do a different mitzvah. Right? The Territ says that COVID hatoira is a chalik of learning itself. It means if you want to connect with learning and you want to grow from learning, you have to, the more you honor it, the more you connect with it. So if he's not able to do the part of learning, which is the actual study, which even the study itself has Kavaratara in it. But the fact that I'm going to spend the best years of my life where my friends are going ahead and making money and doing all kinds of things, learning careers, and I am going to spend my time, energy, brain power, time and effort into understanding Torah, it's also Kavaratara. Is a chilek of amelus a gear that is in itself, in itself is kavratar, and then there's external kavratar. We stand up for talmidah chacham, etc., etc. But all that enhances your ability to attach to learning. So he didn't, he didn't want to be potter from Torah legamre. He's still he's still chayiv in Torah. He just can't do the chilek of Torah, which is breaking his head on the Rashi. But the chilek of Torah that he could still be mechabed the Torah. That of course is still operative, it's still there. That's the idea you see from it, right? And then it says, Kol elit varim shepararim al-anachlu hayot haborei yitbarach shemo chofetz bohem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has an interest in them. V'gilei daita al-yoyinu b'zen. He revealed his intent, his das in this. V'kem et shekein. Mi ha'ish ha-chofetz l'asso yisnach ha-suach li-yotzer. If you have an, a, a desire that you should bring Nachas uh, to Hashem, Hinei B'derech Zayelech, this is the path you should take. V'yosef Lekach, B'tachbu Loisef Elasa Zayosh Lefon Abizbah. So this concept of giving Kavod to Tamidei HaChomim is a massive, massive thing in Avodah Hashem. You should know there's a Rambam, unbelievable Rambam, there's a Gemara that says that the reason why Hashem destroyed the Beis Hamikdash was because Lo Birchu Birchat Torah Techila, because the Jewish people did not make Birchat Torah. There's different ways to learn that Gemara. The Rambam, it's brought down a sheet of Mikubetzes above Metzia somewhere. He brings down the Rambam that the Rambam says, "What does it mean, Lo Birchu Birchat Torah Techila?" It means that they did not give the Talmidei Chachomim the Aliyah before the Ashirim and the other prestigious members of the community. Which means that there was some maladjustment of values. The value system was off. They gave more Chashivas to certain individuals who have a Chashivas. But if you make that more Chashiv than Talmidei Chachomim, 
then that itself is a zilzul and kavratar because I'm going to try to explain the oymik in a minute. But the concept of having a system of value that even when there's things that are valuable, but you know what's higher and what's secondary. Means the person Rebbe Hoyemachabed Ashir. The Gemara says the Rebbe gave kavod to the wealthy people because if Hashem gifted them with some kind of gift, that means they're obviously special in Hashem's eyes. And if they're using their money to support Torah, etc., etc., they have a very prominent position in Klal Yisrael, and they're worthy of honor. Mechabed Ashir. But if you mechabed Ashirim more than you mechabed Tamidah Chachomim, then you have a messed up value system. And a messed up value system, Hashem says, no, 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 I don't accept that. The Rambam and Pirush Mishnayis and Gittin says that even though it's a mitzvah da'iraisa, to mechabed a koyin, and that's why he gets the first aliyah, the Rambam says that if you have a kohen ama'aretz, and you have a Tamir Hakam, the Tamir Hakam gets Aliyat Kohen. Because he, based on a Gemara and Horius, that the Gemara says, that if you have a Mamzer Tamir Hakam, he's bigger than a Kohen Gadol, you know. Tamir Hakam is the biggest. It says it's more precious than Pininim. Pininim means diamonds, but the Chazal Darshans, it's more precious to be a Talmachachim than the Koyin who goes Lefnaiva Lefnim. So the Koyin, he's a Koyin Godel. He goes Lefnaiva Lefnim. He goes into the Beis HaMikdash and the Kodesh Kadoshim. Holiest person on the holiest day of the year going into the holiest uh, location. Still a Talmachachim is bigger, right? So the Rambam in Pirush Mishnah says, that you give a Talmachachom, Aliyah's Koyen, before you give Amart. Halachalamai said, Ramad Yara Chazaka says that the Minig is not to do that. We always give the Koyen first. But, so, but there's still this din that once you pass Koyen and Levi, who gets Shlishi? The Shlishi the Talmachachom or is the Shlishi the Asher? Who's, who gets, who gets the third Aliyah? So the Rambam says that since they would they they didn't give not that they didn't give the Tamid Chachom Aliyas, but they didn't give the Tamid Chachom the Aliyas first. They didn't give it to them first. So that itself was a Ganai in the covet of Torah. In the Ganai of covet of Torah. So again the Oimikadvarm is that was not that the Pshad is they were Mazalzal Ahedim Tamid Chachomim. And they gave bums and low lives, aliyahs. No, they gave Adam Mechubad. Odom that's Yichayev to be Mechabadim. Of course. But you have to Mechabadim less. Torah comes first. So this is a very important concept which I want to try to talk about because this is one of the, there's a lot of Ma'amorim for Biruchim on this. This is one of the Chisroinus of Dor Ikvis of the Mashiach that we live in. Okay, so I want to try to touch a very deep sugya. I don't know if we'll finish the whole sugya today, but it's a very deep sugya. We know that for 26 generations, 26 generations, before the Torah was given, it says in Chazal that those 26 generations were living on chesed. Which means... No one was doing anything to earn anything. 
The world wasn't running based on hashkacha pratis. It was running on pure kindness and chesed of Hashem. Hashem was just giving. Okay? Then, after 26 generations, where the Torah was given, so now the fundamentals of the world changed. How the world runs is now different. Okay? But I want to try to masbe this. In the world of chesed, chesed means you're getting free gifts. But they had seven mitzvahs, B'nai Noyach. They had seven mitzvahs, right? But the seven mitzvahs, the gather of the seven mitzvahs is, just don't corrupt the world. Don't use the gifts in a bad way. I'm giving you gifts. Be a mensch. Use it like a mensch. That's the gather of Sheva Mitzvah. It's a world. It's a beautiful world. You can get a lot of pleasure from this world. You can enjoy this world. Don't corrupt it. Don't destroy it. That's the gather of Sheva Mitzvah. Right? Then you came now. We got the Torah. We got the Torah. It seems like now everything is based on earning. Schar v'oynish. You earn things. No more gifts. But it's a little bit deeper. It's much deeper than that. Obviously Hashem is still doing chesed. But the chesed changed from pure chesed to the chesed which we'll call kavod. This is the amkis. The Elam has to chop this amkis. Joe, you think if you come in here late, you're going to chop amkis? Halavai, you'd chop the amkis when you came on time. <laughs> Okay. So now you're listening good. I have to get you used to hearing some Muslim before you get married. Okay. So now, Tashomea, Shmatov. Moishi, pay attention. Big Afkis here. When a person is living in a world of chesed, what's the definition of the world? The definition of the world, it's a oilom shalhano. Pleasure. Pleasure. We get pleasure. But, there's a certain lack of covet or odom in that. Because you're a guy just freeloading, you're getting nama di kisufa, you're getting free bread. You're not earning it. You have no purpose. You have no tafkid. You're not achieving anything. You're not growing. You're not, you're not doing nothing. You're just receiving free stuff. Free stuff. You're sitting down receiving free stuff. And what's your world? Your world is basically a world of pleasure. It's a world of pleasure. You're like an animal who goes grazing in the pasture. It's a world of pleasure with no responsibilities, no achievements, no tafkidim, nothing, zero. There's no kavod ha'adam in that world. That's why the Basil Sisharm says, uh, in many places, right, that the gather of Olam is that we should earn Olam so it shouldn't be nahamo de kisufa. It shouldn't be embarrassing bread. That's a zilzal. There's no, you have no value. You didn't earn anything. You didn't do anything. So all you do is just eating and having hanor. Oilam shel hanor is not a world that's a very happy place. There's no covered order over there. Now, whatever Hashem's cheshbiz, I'm not going to, that's not the subject now, but I want you to get the amkis. So for 26 generations, people lived in oilam shel hanor without responsibilities, without tafkidim, Without all these type of concepts, they would just had seven mitzvahs. The seven mitzvahs means don't corrupt the world that's here for your pleasure. So you have a park, public park. Don't litter. The oil wants to enjoy the park. Don't litter. 
but you don't become like a sar, uh, go and, and and grow and become a better uh, position because you didn't throw garbage on the floor. Just not a corrupt human being, and that's what the world was like. Now, Ba'atzim until today, Goyim do not have any covet. There's no covet in them. They're just another human being in the world being banned from the veld. And HaKadosh Baruch gives them certain instincts to want to build the world, so that way the world is built. And the only thing he asks from them is, as human beings, as opposed to animals, is to stay away from corruption and don't destroy the world. But it's not really have COVID odom. The only people that truly have value is Jewish people. Because once Hashem gave us the Torah, He gave each person a chilek in Torah. He gave each person a specific job in the Malchus. He gave you responsibility. He gave you positions. That's chesed of COVID. That's the real chesed. That's the chesed of earning something. Having an identity. Having a uniqueness. Being needed for something important. Having a place in the world. That's a whole new chesed. Being a person that is mechuyiv to make decisions, and his decisions have ramifications, that's a sign of a great person. You know, the Navi says, this is a shmuz in itself, but the Navi says that if you had to size up all the avoidus ha'odim in this world, you would say three things. Asois mishpot, do mishpot, avas chesed, love kindness, and be humble. Three things. Now each one is a shmuz, but I just want to say, what does it mean, asois mishpot? Do mishpot. Not everybody's going to be a judge. You're planning on being a judge one day. Why not? Asois mishpot. So how does this apply to everybody? Avas chesed, muvan. Every person has to love chesed. Whatever that means exactly, to love chesed. Every person has to be at However we define that, that humility. But asoyis mishpat is an occupation of a small percentage of rabbis per generation that they are the ones that do mishpat. So the Beforshim is Mazbe. Asois Mishpat means everybody has to do Mishpat in their personal lives. And they explain it like this. The Chayvus Alvavis and the Ramchal and many Marmikayim say this, is that any voluntary act that a person commits, it is a decision that can either be a mitzvah or a vera. You gotta hear this. Very important. Obviously, it's a high level. We're not there yet, but we just have to understand the Ashkafa. Again, get this clear. Call poil berotzin, Ramchal says, any voluntary act. Poil letachlis ma. Has to have a purpose why you're doing it. Okay? Now, tachlis is the name of the game. If the purpose of what I'm doing it is to bring me closer to Asha, to serve Hashem Bala. Or something in the 
something that's purposeful in the tahalich, in the, in the endeavor of life, to come to Tzvekis Ba'ashem and Elam Habo, then it's a mitzvah. That means, let's say you want to go on a treadmill, right? So if the tachlis of why you're going on the treadmill is to be healthy and have strength to serve Hashem, then going on the treadmill became a mitzvah. You go to Olam Habo for it. You got it? But if I did it just for fun, let's say, again, high level, not to bring me anywhere, I'm doing it only for my own personal pleasure, then it's not called parv. There's no such thing as parv in this world. That's an Avera. You use the world for your own agenda. That's Avera. You got it? There's no parv in this world. There's a certain contrast that the Ramchal writes. Not such a famous one, but it's a deep, unbelievable conscious. I used to, I once gave a vod on it. It's about 25 pages long. He writes over here that a Chiddush, that if you're doing something that you claim you're doing L'Shem Shemayim, let's say you say you're going to play basketball L'Shem Shemayim. Right? But when you go play basketball L'Shem Shemayim, you're playing without a yarmulke. Or you're having foul language. Or whatever. I'm not going to go into details here. Okay? So since if there is me'ur of isr in it, then it's impossible to say that it has a din L'Shem Shemayim. could only have a din L'Shem Shemayim if in the activity that you're doing, and the people that you're doing the activity with, it doesn't call any Israel. But Al-Koponim, the point of life is, that there's always have to make a decision, a mishpat. Before someone makes a, a decision, something to do, he has to think, why am I doing it? For this or for that? Now, obviously that's a very high level, where a person is constantly have to make decisions like that. Obviously. But my point is, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took a person who was just in this world to have Hanol and all he was asking from him is not to corrupt the world that's Lo Adam Mechubad Adam Mechubad makes decisions Adam Mechubad understands that there's ramification in his deeds Adam Mechubad is a person who can move up from one rank to another rank and earn his position Adam Mechubad has a tafkid Chovet Chavid Adam is the most biggest chesed that HaKadosh Baruch could do. And being that the world now changed from chesed to covid, it's a different change, now the only way to truly grow is understand that there's a value system. Everything works now off a value system. There's covid abrius, this covered Tamid Chachomim, this covered Ashirim, this different covered. Everything is based on this value system, which I have to explain to you more tomorrow because it's late today. But this idea, so if a person takes away the concept of covered, which is our generation, I'm explaining you hopefully tomorrow, how the Dorf Ikvis of the Mashiach wants to do that. So you realize that our generation is trying to become an Oilam Shell Hano. They view the world as a place to take for themselves as much pleasure as possible. Even COVID, they confuse COVID as fake COVID to give you pleasure, not real COVID, not value. There's no COVID ha'odom. COVID ha'odom is gone. 
We want to just be a behemoth and get hano hano. The problem is that now that the world is not working with chesed, for a Jew, for sure, a guy first of all, has to keep the seven mitzvahs, not to become corrupt. And when they're so into Elam Hano, they're not keeping the seven mitzvahs, it's becoming corrupt. But a Jewish person who tries to behave like that, he runs away from what his real value is and what his, what his true definition of what he is, and he tries to live the way of Elam Shal Hano, he becomes a corrupt human being. Because it, this is a very deep point. When a human being loses his mind, okay, when he uses, loses his mind, when he becomes insane, he doesn't become a good animal. He doesn't become a good animal. He's worse than an animal. Animal has instincts, takes care of itself, it, has, it does what it has to do. A human being doesn't go down a level if he loses his mind. He becomes worse than an animal. He becomes dangerous. He becomes a balmashchus, right? So a Jew has a different brain. The brain of a Jew is the brain of Torah. That's the way he thinks. That becomes his logic. That defines his life. So when a Jewish person steps away from the Seichel Torah, he doesn't become a Balseichel guy. He becomes a Mushchus. Because you don't go down one step. Once you lost your status, then you become a corrupt human being. So we have to go further with this subject, the big subject, of understanding how COVID is uh, the cornerstone of how the world runs after Mount Tyre. Okay, we'll stop here for today.